This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. It was data day at the Department of Agriculture today. After the government shutdown caused a number of January reports to be delayed or canceled, today marked the first World Agriculture Supply and Demand Estimates report of 2019 as well as 2018's crop production figures. Neither report proved to be much of a market shaker as numbers fell largely in line with trade estimates. The crop production report noted record soybean production in 2018 as trade disputes continue to amper export opportunities. American Farm Bureau Federation Chief Economist John Newton says that's a situation to monitor. We're 40% below uh, last year's soybean export pace. China's come into the market a little bit, but but we're well below where we need to be uh, to reach that 1.85 billion bushels. And Brazil's going to be online, uh, you know, in the next month or so. So I think it's going to be a really competitive market for U.S. soybeans going forward. And that price projection, you know, they kept it unchanged, the midpoint at 860. Uh, that's That's a very ambitious price point, in my opinion. Allendale Inc. President Steve Georgie says producers should keep a close eye on the markets to achieve profitability this year. You need to be looking for rallies as opportunity to be making cash sales, selling some kind of cash. Everybody out there is holding on to grain right now. And just like what we've seen before, if we get a decent bounce, you need to be making sales yet just because nothing is tight in the globe. Everything else is there, but it is going to be a race to make cash sales. Barring another prolonged shutdown, reports should continue as scheduled for the rest of the year. But that's still up in the air as congressional negotiators try to hatch out a deal with the administration to secure border wall funding and avoid another shutdown. Government funding is set to expire one week from today. Southern lawmakers hope disaster funding will work its way into a spending package or whatever else can get passage. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. House Ag Appropriations Subcommittee Chair Sanford Bishop is pushing a bipartisan measure that would authorize $3 billion in disaster aid for agriculture producers impacted by Hurricane Michael and other natural disasters in 2018. Producers are hoping to get the money included in whatever agreement comes out of the negotiations on President Trump's demands for border wall funding. Right now, Bishop is uncertain what a path forward looks like. Uh, My preference would be for it to be earlier rather than later uh, because uh, we are past time for farmers to be able to make their plans and for agribusinesses and and farm credit and lenders to be able to uh, uh, enter enter into the various uh, financing agreements for the next planning season. Bishop adds the Senate has come up with a bill in sync with what the House wants to do, but is unsure whether it will come in a conference report or on a separate vehicle. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Trump administration officials are headed to China next week for another round of talks. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders said in a statement today the delegation will be led by U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer and Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin. USDR Chief Ag Negotiator Greg Dowd and USDA Trade Undersecretary Ted McKinney will take part in the talks scheduled to take place next Thursday and Friday in Beijing. Yesterday, we told you about a new role for USDA Assistant to the Secretary for Rural Development, Ann Hazlett, who is headed to the White House to head up rural outreach efforts on opioid addiction. Today, AgriPulse spoke with Hazlett about her new job and what she thinks lies ahead for the administration's efforts. 
Each agency has resources to contribute, and Congress and the president's leadership, there's many resources to work with. What we need is better coordination and making sure that those resources actually go in to rural communities. I think there's a growing recognition that this issue has impacted rural America and that there are unique challenges there, things like lack of access to the Internet if we want to talk about something like telemedicine. Speaking of rural broadband, she says that will be a continued effort for her successor at USDA. There's a strong connection between that issue and the issue that I'm going on uh, to, to work on here uh, with the team at the White House. Hazlett starts with the White House at the end of the month. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.